From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Welcome back. You're hearing a different voice this week. It's the Tennis Revolution podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> We're lacking somebody. We today. are. The lifeblood of the podcast isn't here. No, I'm here. Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> no, Brian's not here today. The third wheel is in New York. Yes. We didn't get to go with him to New York to uh, rub elbows with coaches and players and whatnot. Oh, we've got to increase the podcast budget for next year. Yeah. We got to get out there. But he's watching... Uh, one of my friends calls this the Bizarro U.S. Open. That's what I kind of feel like we're watching this year. It is kind of bizarre. It's it's kind of, it's fun, but it's not fun at the same time. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't really know what I'm rooting for at this point. Yeah. In a lot of the draws. Yeah. There's some interesting things, speaking of draws. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the men's draw is crazy. We predict it to be a little crazy, and now it's even crazier. It is. It's getting crazier. I think we talked about uh, last week we had... One Grand Slam title on the uh, bottom half of the draw. Now we have None. zero Grand Slam we finalists. Have no finalists in the bottom half. It's just crazy. Which, you know, the one thing I'm worried about with that is does Federer just make the finals like always and play some random player and just roll over him and then we forget this tournament ever happened because Federer wins another one. That's what I hope doesn't happen. I think it's a distinct possibility this. So I think you should kind of prepare yourself mentally <laughs> and emotionally. That's, that's what I'm having to do. Because I hope Nadal and Federer have some amazing match and we'll just pretend that was the final. You know, their first two matches, both of them, they had a couple of good matches. They seemed pretty competitive. Yeah. And then last night, both of them. I mean, Rafa had a more interesting, but Fed right. just rolled. He yeah, rolled. Yeah, and you know, I'm not going to act like I'm a, I was predicting all this, but I, di- I didn't think Federer would have trouble with Lopez because it's just a bad style matchup for yeah. the way that Lopez plays. Yeah. Nadal, same thing. He's going to... Whether the first set doesn't matter in his matches. If the guy's playing a grinding style, he just has no chance, and that's kind of what I thought. Yep. Later on, it'll get a little more interesting with Federer having to play team, and mm-hmm. and of course we don't know how the day's going to end, but that would be a challenge. The way Federer's playing to beat him, and then have Turner and play Nadal sure. a couple of days later, I think that'll be interesting. And you know, by Tuesday, who knows? They could be knocked out. <laughs> they could right, be knocked exactly. out by today, so we'll uh, see. Yeah, if you're hearing this, and it's a a team uh, Dolgopolov uh, <laughs> final. Yeah, ex- exactly. Something it's. It's been interesting. A golf fan beats Monfi. Mm-hmm. I, I can't figure that out, but yep. I guess Monfi had an injury. He's always injured. Yeah, and so the entire field is either injured or we've never heard of them. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to expect. But You know, the one shining star that everyone has really been hyping this tournament, Shapovalov, yes. the Canadian, knocked out Sunday. It was very sad. Yeah, it uh, was sad. I was actually really rooting for him because it was nice to see a fresh face, even though... He, he had his checkered past. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, you know they moved him up to the third favorite, which tells you how wild this tournament is. I mean, he was yeah. third third favorite to win in he, the betting. And the lone wild card. Yeah, right. right. And so I don't understand. Um, I'm not quite, I wasn't ready to give him that kind of credit yet, but I think it was just the excitement and the hype and, and people were falling into it. And I, I mean, I understand he's going to be probably a Grand Slam, maybe Grand Slam champion and top 10 and all that, but... You can't just jump out in the first or second Grand Slam and, yeah. and beat these guys that have been doing it for 10, 12 years. 20. 
And I, yeah, <laughs> right. And and so I think that finally caught up to him just trying to play three out of five. Well, and he had to play qualifying. Yeah. I think if he'd done to play qualifying, I think he, he would have done better. Yeah. Still he, be in. He actually just today he looked tired. Right. And he has been doing a lot of press as well. Oh, which, I, I can't imagine that. I mean, Canadians are not used to, I mean, I guess Raonich, but he actually has a personality. So <laughs> people want to he talk does. to him. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to talk to Raonic uh, <laughs> after a few minutes. No offense, Milos. He's he's a very soft-spoken guy, actually. Yeah. Yes. Is. But speaking of popularity and personality, you know, we had our highest rated podcast last week. Oh, it's all because of me, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's what I was getting at. It was, you didn't let me credit you. I was going to. Yeah, so this yeah. week without coach, let's we'll set that record again and see what happens. Yeah. Let's do it, people. <laughs> but I'm hoping that Nadal and Federer play because that'll be kind of a highlight of another otherwise weird tournament. And if they do play, it'll be in the semifinal. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. they sem- they would be semis. And then if you go by rankings, the other half, yeah, you would have Pui or Carreno Busta. Yeah. And then Query or Anderson. Yeah. Pui is my down. Pick. Pui is down. He's been broken. I'm, I'm just yeah. watching. The, and, and so by the time you hear this, he may already be out. Yeah. We know Karina Busta won at least today, so he is the highest seeded player left on that half. On that half. Which for him to make a Grand Slam final would be pretty crazy. It would be amazing. And if he plays Nadal, he would probably have a point one chance to win <laughs> just because they play the exact same style. They do. And Nadal never loses to those kind of guys. That is Maybe Federer true. somehow, he, he would give him some trouble. I don't know. Maybe just run him around a lot and have long baseline rallies. So that's not the final I'm hoping for. I don't think anybody is, including the USTA. I can't even, I mean, I have to look at the draw again for that side and, but to really even think, my God, okay. But you know, Delpo is doing well too. Right. So that would be, but they're all on the same side. Yeah. That's the problem. So Delpo would be in the quarters against Federer, which I would be great. Yeah. Um, Which I think he has a chance against Fed. Yeah. I mean, he would have to beat Delpo or team and then Nadal and then, I mean, the final, if he makes the final, he's won the tournament. Yeah. Essentially, unless somebody just goes out of their mind which I hope they do. That would be great. But, yeah. but Fe- you know, Federer's never lost to somebody like that though. It's interesting. You know, we're talking about that one side, one half of the draw and I just want to give a shout out to query. Yes. I'm not, uh, I'm not too excited, <laughs> but I'm really happy that he's gone as far as he has and he's looking pretty good. Well, and we've talked about this. It's nice to have somebody American in the open, even if, they're not the most charismatic or their style of play is not the greatest. It's just nice to have, because that gets more attention to the tournament around here. People just want to root for an American. Exactly. Um, so we've got, we're used to having those on the women's side with the Williamses and, and yeah. Sherp, or not Sherpa, I was going to say Sherp, she's basically American. Oh, she's American. <laughs> but we're used to having always one or two women mm-hmm. in the quarters. But for this, for us to have at least one man is nice. It is. We, sh- we should have had more, but. Man, they, they fell like flies pretty fast. I mean, they got knocked out quick. Yeah, Jack Sock. First round. Immediately. Yep. Uh, Steve Johnson had a tough draw. I yep. think he won first round and then went out. Yep, he did. We had a couple of youngsters. I mean, Tiafa had to play Fed yeah. in the first round. And which was, was great. a great match. Five sets. This is the best, this was the best opening week of night matches I can ever remember. Oh, it I was mean, incredible tennis. The all first week. night is usually terrible. Yeah. It's usually uh, singing. With Shania Twain, which is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I didn't know she was still around, but she is. Apparently she's a good club tennis player. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. I was doing some reading about it. Yeah, she's right at my level. Maybe Brian's interviewing her now. We can mm, uh, that would be imagine interesting. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's around your level, so we'll set up a challenge match. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> um, she won't impress you that much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, just usually I'm used to like the bad matches and it being straight sets. And so to get a five-setter on the first night, I think it got people immediately into the tournament. Yeah. It was exciting. And then on the women's side, too. I mean, it was a three-set. Well, and it was 
Sharapova and Halep, which was in her biker outfit. <laughs> you didn't like that? I, I, I no. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought everyone loved that. And no. of course, I am not going to play in it or don't know anything about it, but didn't I, seem the most practical tennis outfit. I do know a group of uh, league ladies in their 60s and 70s that have all ordered it. <laughs> so. so I was trying to imagine a scenario where you could wear that. You know, if it had been all sparkles right. or all pleather or all lace, <laughs> but all three together right. for me is a little she too She was appealing much. to every audience in one outfit, maybe. And the gay club. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and then the white one she had, I actually thought looked a little bit wedding It's not white. Is it like, no, it's like egg. it's like a soft pink. Right. Oh, is it? Yeah. And See, it, I'm a I man, saw it so in, I, have, I don't know. Yeah. I saw it in person, actually, at one of the clubs. Not right. the actual dress, but that <laughs> line. So. Yes. And I was like, wow, all of the old ladies are going to be wearing this. Well, and see, we are in Texas, for those that don't know. So wearing those all black outfits just doesn't work. No, it's you just never. too hot. Maybe then, in December when it's like right. 80 degrees yeah. outside and we're playing. And even these like really thick dresses that they're all wearing. I'm like, no one around here is going to wear that. And these guys are wearing these like button up polos that are like super thick. I'm like, we're not wearing those here. You know, it's funny that you brought up the fashion because it was something that I wanted to kind of talk about, but we didn't have it on our list. So, yes. hey, let's just kind of <laughs> give it a little blip. We know um, that's why people are tuning in for I know, fashion sense. But just like maybe a minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's been a, everyone's been talking about Maria and everyone's been talking about the Adidas. You know, I have heard a lot about that actually. Yeah. And I'm an Adidas guy myself. I like Adidas. Right now, yes, but, you are. But they were kind of, I wasn't too thrilled with their stuff, but. I love it. But <laughs> you I'm, like the old school? I like the, you know me, when you played with me, right. I would wear my long socks. Yeah. And I'm pretty colorful. So seeing Zverev right. wearing the long socks in that first round was, I was like, ooh, I well, love it. And it definitely was a flashback. Yeah. It was kind of a shame that he lost so early. I Didn't know. get to see it that True. often. True. But um, I thought, I didn't understand why they didn't have more people wearing that. Like some of them wore variations of it, but yes. he was the only one that went like all out. Maybe he was yeah. the only one agreed to it because he's young and then yep. he has to do whatever they say. You know, Osaka of Japan, she wore the the girls' version right. of it, and she had on the you know the crew socks, yeah, that were tube socks. Right. I love it. I think it's a really nice like throwback. You know. And yeah, fun. it was definitely bold. I can say that. Yeah. And if you're gonna see, I mean, the thing is. If you're the only one wearing that, I don't know if it works. If like multiple people are doing it, like you and your doubles partner wear it, I think it would be cool. Yeah. But yeah. to just show up and be the only one wearing it in a tournament or something, I don't yeah. know if that would go over. Well, if we ever play mixed together again, I'm going to get you, we're going to get that outfit and we're going to just like <laughs> match. But anyway, I've got of... the tube socks already at home. I'll, I'll bring them out. I think I've got like 50 pair. <laughs> but I anyway, I'll have to roll up my shorts so that the shorter short, he, his weren't that short. That's the no. one thing they didn't do. I was like. He must have drew the line at the short shorts. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that, though. <laughs> Not on all the players. <laughs> Certain players you wouldn't have wanted to see? Certain players would have bulged at it. Not, I don't mean, I mean, their <laughs> oh, leg man. muscles. Uh, yeah, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's not yes. here to talk me down. That's right. But um, We talked about bulges last week without we, you. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's what we'll be saying next week. Wow. But anyway, enough about the fashion. I just thought I'd love to hear from our listeners you know, what they thought about some of the wear and my, my sister and I, who we watch and we text each other while right. we watch, uh, we like to give running commentary on everybody's outfits, which is kind of It fun. is funny that that happens at the open because I feel like we don't do that at any other tournament. Well, you know, Wimbledon's a little more boring. They right. White, you know. And, and here then, I feel like they can, we haven't seen it in a while because summer's all white yeah. and then uh, they you can know, bust out new stuff. And the French, yeah, I feel like the French is like hooker night out sometimes. Right. Like some of the outfits that are brought out there. But, <laughs> Um, but no, it's been, it was like a, it was like a, I don't know, like a, a sexual, 
fantasy this tournament <laughs> with like the cheerleader outfits right. and throwbacks and stuff. Well, and somebody asked me like, you'll see two players play and have the same outfit. Yes. And they'll say, why are they wearing the exact same outfit? I'm yeah. like, well, they both I don't the know kids. the answer, but it's selling. They're trying to sell. Well, they're, they're getting, I think from what I've heard, what happens is they get, if they're being sponsored, let's say by Nike. Right. Um, so like last night, Madison Keys and Vicino were both yeah, wearing the exactly. same exact kit. And so what happens is they, um, the top players, like let's say Serena and Maria, they tend to design their own stuff, yeah. but they get first pick. Right. And then the other players get to pick which outfits they want to wear. Well, so. you can't have, you know, 128 different outfits right. or, or however many players you've got. And they're all 50. I've and, seen Fed in two at least. So. So, right. And Maria and, and sure if I've had two, but you don't want to put like your outfit on one player and then they lose. Right. Then no one's going to see it the rest of the tournament. So you've got to have at least a few players that have the same. I would think if they're playing each other, they ought to be creative enough to be able to change it, but yeah. but they a lot of times don't, I especially know. in like a prime time. It's just weird to see people wearing the same. I mean, if I showed up and somebody was wearing the same thing I wore, that would be a little bit weird. It happened to me today, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not to me. The girls I was right? playing with, they were literally wearing the same That's athletic really outfit. And I was like, you're kidding me. I was like, how often does they that They coordinated happen? and you didn't know? Yeah, it was really funny. So <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Well. Uh, so yeah, I'd That's love the to hear. of my fashion knowledge. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's been kind of a fun um, fashion extravaganza. Yeah, at the U.S. Open this year. So well, and one of the points of contention was so Sharapova was on the main oh, court yes. where everybody saw her. Yes, and got to see that fancy outfit. Uh huh. But uh, a lot of other players and commentators were not happy she was on the main court. One in particular was really not happy because they were playing at the same time and she was getting shuffled from court <laughs> to court. Actually, from I don't know if she got shuffled from Ash to court five. Right. I don't know if she was originally on Ash or yeah, I know it, it had a rain delay and a lot yeah. of people switched around. So Wozniacki was not a happy camper at all. And so the first thing we have to say is that it was right after she lost. Yes. So you can yes. ask me anything after I lose and I'm not going to be happy about it. That's true. But I'll get your opinion first before I give mine on this Sharapova situation. Okay. So I'm going to be totally honest. Well, first today I'm going to say because... <laughs> It, you know, the, he's not here to contradict you. Exactly. Well, first I'll ask, should she have been allowed to play in the tournament in the main draw? <sighs> I'm going to give you my honest opinion. Okay. No. Okay. Um, and because just because her ranking wasn't good enough. Uh, yeah. And I think that it was, I mean, she's, she's done. She lost today. Right. Um, to a number 16, right? Yeah. Which she just, neither of us ran is really steam. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, she's played some hard matches already. Um, but I just, I knew she had some stuff to prove and I like watching her. I think she's a fantastic player, Oh yeah. but there were other players that had worked harder this summer that had gone and, you know, fought in matches that didn't get the wild card and didn't she, get suspended and didn't get the drag out that not just allegations, but the suspension, you know? Right. And to me, I just, I have a hard time giving a cheater. Sorry, but I'm just going to say <laughs> right. it, you know? Hey, here's a wild card. You can come play. Why? Because you're going to get people in the seats. Yeah. But you know, the open is so big. They're going to get people in those seats regardless. That I agree with. Yeah. Uh, what I, uh, so I'll stay with that question before we move on to the next question. But uh-huh. for me, I would have been fine. I'm not hedging here. I just, I would have been fine <laughs> if she was in qualifying or in the main draw, either one I'm right. okay with. Right. Um, one thing I learned today on a quick side note, I did not know that when you decide who gets in the open, it's based on six weeks ago. I had no idea. Really? I thought it was like two weeks. Yeah, I thought So six it, weeks ago, the hard court season's barely even started. That's the yeah. dumbest rule. They've got to work on that. I mean, you need six weeks to determine who's in the tournament. That's crazy to me. I had no idea. Because I would assume if somebody had a good run in August and won a couple tournaments, they yeah. would be in the open for sure. Well, and I think of 
like for instance Shapovalov. Right. Well, that's know, why he was in qualifying. I get yeah because he did so well I guess but that was Montreal six weeks ago. It was less than six weeks, so that's why it didn't he didn't get in. If he did if it would have been uh, more than six weeks, he would have been in because he's like ranked in the sixties now. Yeah, and he wouldn't have got in the tournament. Yeah, he wouldn't have had the point. Which that to me needs to be looked at, especially when the whole point of the hard court season is to build up to the open. Yeah, you need to have some build up. But anyway. I mean, I, I think she needs to be in the event to some degree. And then if you want to make her earn her spot in qualifying, I think she would have played qualifying willingly and yeah. and obviously probably would have qualified. Um, well, and I, you know, I look at what's happened so far, you know, in this tournament. And that first night was very exciting. Oh, it was. And it got people. I, I didn't see the details, but I heard it was one of the highest rated tennis matches of the year, if I, not the highest. I watched the opening night. Oh, yeah. And it was fun. And, you know... I'm not a huge fan of Halep. Sorry, Brian. But, um, <laughs> or Sharapova. No. Uh, honestly, Sharapova and the screaming and Halep and the screaming and Viznina and the screening. I just <laughs> right. I can't. But it was fun to watch because everyone was involved. And, and it was dramatic. Yes. This, the actual match itself ended up being dramatic. It yes. was like, was she going to blow it? She was mm-hmm. way ahead. And then she and she fell, fell apart a little bit. And the Fed Tiafo match was as just as exciting. Right. And like I said earlier, to have two matches like that on opening night, you just don't see that yeah. at a major because first round matches are not supposed to be that competitive. Yeah. And I think about like watching other tournaments, not the big grand slams, but, you know, we watch the ten- tennis channel um, probably excessively. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch some of these other tournaments and even you're at the semifinals and finals and people aren't filling the seats. Right. And to see even just the amount of people, the crowds, right. thank you, Brian, for being in the crowd there right now, <laughs> uh, just even watching warmups, watching, you know, these matches that are happening on like court 17, right. you know, and they're filling up. The, the So it's a really great thing to see. I'm really happy about that. But yeah, I just, the Sharapova thing, sorry, I kind of got <laughs> off topic. It, it, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way, honestly. And I'm not the only one. I right. have a lot of people that, you know. Well, and so once she's in the tournament, so that issue's over. It's done. It's Should not even worth talking about. Should she still been in the center court? Well, you know, that's a good question. You know, Wozniacki was the former number one as well. Right. You know, I understand where she was coming from. She was probably pissed off that she lost and and she wanted to complain about something. And, right. But did you hear Sharapova's response to her? Uh, uh, that was, again, not a Sharapova fan. I don't dislike her. I think know, she's mean. But that, right. Well, that response, I have to say, was great. It was a very catty response. <laughs> it was. It was, it was uh, like, where is Wozniacki? Oh, wait, I'm still in the tournament. Right, I'm still in the tournament. I don't know where she's at. Yeah. Of course, if I was Wozniacki, I would have said, well, I've been on the tour the last 15 months. Where have you been? Yeah. Um, but I kind of, <laughs> I will say this. The first night, to me, that made perfect sense to have her on center court. Yes. I mean, that was by far, of all the matches, the most lucrative or, or uh, appealing match. Yeah. You know, in the third round for her to, to or second round to put her back on Ash at night, I thought that was a little, or third round against the young American. I thought that was a little, Yeah, I didn't know that that needed to be the night match, but again, which what a fun match. Kenan, is that it ended up being a good oh match. Oh my God, yeah. that was so much fun. But I'm like, Wozniacki, if you want to be on center court, maybe you should win more. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. going to say. Well, and Wozniacki doesn't have the same kind of game that Maria does. And honestly, again, back to filling the seats, you know, I think so many people were so excited to see Maria back on the court right. and, you know, to have, you know, cause you buy your tickets in advance usually, oh, yeah. and to say, well, you know, you want the bigger stars and Maria is, does have the star power. She yeah. has the following, whereas Wozniacki as popular as she is, you know, she doesn't have the draw that Maria does. And so I think probably the crowd might've complained, honestly. Right. When, and, and the coach might, might contradict this, but to me, when I go to a grand slam, which I never have, but if I were to go to Grand Slam, I'm going to go to see players that, you know, 20 years from now, I'm going to say, I saw that player. I'm not yeah. going to watch, you know, 
Corino Busta play, you yeah. know, Schwartzman, even if it's a five set, you know, five hour, I'm going to at least at some point when I'm there, say yeah. I saw Federer, I saw Nadal, I saw yes. Maria. Which and, by the way, Schwartzman just won. Oh, there you go. So we get to see him <laughs> some more. And, and I just think that's why you go to a grand slam. Yes. So if I'm going to buy a night session ticket, I expect to see star players yeah. and to watch Wozniacki and Savastava. Yeah, um, center court is not to me a star matchup. No, so I think they made the right decision there. But as to whether or not Sharapova should have been in the Open is a whole other question. And I, I'm not in the USTA. I'm not right. part of that delegation. And they, and honestly, I do think it was a star power thing. I think. Oh yeah. Know. Well, and, maybe, and that's probably something that needs to be a rule change. Maybe that, you know, when you get suspended, you have to spend three months. You can't get any wild cards yeah. for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Because really, when you think about it, if you're getting wild cards, that kind of Defeats the purpose of suspension. Yeah, because what's the point of the suspension? It's, you know, oh, yeah, we'll let you in. It's just like a break to heal from your injuries and come back fresh. The whole point of the suspension is to get out, get them out and have them work again and get them to that place they need to be where everyone else, you know, that's what everybody else was doing. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been a huge story if she ended up winning the whole tournament. Of yep. just, it would have been some backlash from the players and, well, yeah. she shouldn't have been allowed to play. Yep. I and mean, it goes both ways. I mean, if she wins a tournament, obviously she's an amazing player. Mm-hmm. So she deserves to play based on skill level. But at the same time, you know, other players that go out for various reasons, they're going to say, why didn't I get that treatment? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. But, you know, yeah, we're just going to have to, I, I, I'd like to see more Sharapova. I want to see her play more. I want to see her do well, you know, but I want to see her fight her well, way back. Yeah. And I hope she plays the rest of the year. And like you said, you can't just, walk in and play. I mean, every star player's gotten a wild card, but at the same time, you can only get so many. You should get maybe, you know, th- there should be a limit on how many wild cards you can get in a, a year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I, if you're suspended, you should definitely, I think, have to work for that wild card. You right. know, play, prelims, play. And, you know, but, you know, if she's as good as she is, then she's going to do great and she's going to get in, you know, and it'll be fine. But here we go. We're going to give out treats to everybody now. <laughs> Well, and I think the whole wildcard system at all the majors is, is pretty unfair, actually. But we're going to get into someone else who thinks that uh, certain people on the tour and in the open are unfair <laughs> after this. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com. To get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. Talking about the U.S. Open. Midweek for us, Tuesday or later for you. Hopefully you're catching us when it first comes out. I Uh, hope so. Tuesdays at midnight, but... uh, I hope that not a lot of exciting things have happened like what happened this weekend. <laughs> right. We've lost all the players since we uh, recorded this. <laughs> Everyone has decided to throw verbal assaults at the umpires and got <laughs> themselves thrown out of the open. They've canceled the tournament. Yep. Well, that did happen to someone. It did. Um, so this... And I'm not surprised by it either. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to tell you to guess which player on the tour would cause a problem and, and, and get in trouble, you would probably get this one pretty quickly. Well, they're not curious. You might you might have guessed that first. Yeah, I know. But, but he has to be in the tournament to cause true. problems. And they didn't hit a tennis ball on someone's face. <laughs> you know, mm. I really was hoping that he would do well enough where that wouldn't be mentioned. Yeah. Uh, talking about Shapovalov. I Every- finally learned his name. I said when he gets in the top 
hundred. I learned his name. You know, they interviewed him and they asked I saw him to that. pronounce that's it. That's how I learned so it. So I was I'm like, like Shapovalov. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. It's uh yeah. The way he explained it almost didn't make it that easy, but yeah. But anyway, but no, Fabio Fonini, the Italian stallion, oh my god, <laughs> decided that losing wasn't enough. He's yeah. going to uh, lose and get kicked out of the entire event. And verbally assault an, an empire. Right. Female empire. I wish I had been there. <laughs> and I really need to brush up well, on my Italian I was going to say, if there were some Italians in the stands, they Italian women, they would not have been happy, I'm sure. No. Yeah. And it's a shame because I love, you know, his wife won the open and retired yeah. and she was so great. Yep, Panetta. Uh, right, yes. and she was so friendly. And oh, then... I love her. Actually, a lot of people say I look like her. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, your game, especially. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, Grand Slam champion. <laughs> but yeah, he was in the third round of doubles, and I've never seen this. Um, I'll have to check my stats, but I've never seen somebody get kicked out of the tournament based on something that uh, happened to them in singles or he, doubles or vice versa. He does hold the highest fine. <laughs> Uh, not this one even. Yes. For a previous one. Oh, you I mean for an individual fine? I thought yeah. you meant the most collective fines no, he, ever. No, he, he has the highest fine. In, I think it was at Wimbledon for something similar. Or no, it was for um, like crashing his racket yes. and yelling at the umpire. He's like the Mark Cuban of the tour. That's true. Yeah, I mean, he's, that's just only, I don't understand it. I mean. Well, and now he's going to be out to start with $24,000. Right. And then God Which about knows, was half the money he got for the match. Yep. You get 50000 for losing a match in the open, by the way. Yep. God, I need to get that good. Just lose at the open. <laughs> yeah, the first I mean, all round. you need is lose. Amazing, but yeah, so he's out, and they are pending, you know, decision as to whether or not they are going to have any more kind of penalties, fines, whatnot. When in doubles, I mean, I think it's a thirty-two draw in doubles, maybe sixty-four. But he was in the third round. I mean, they're a couple matches away from yeah, probably quarter, half a million dollars. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of. Uh, and his partner really is the one who gets screwed. Uh, of everybody. It's the other Italian Bolelli. Yeah, so I like Bolelli. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe he won't pair with Fonini anymore. Probably. I would probably walk away if I were him. Yes. Yeah. And and so the coach could verify this if you were here, but in college tennis, they do it the same way. If you get a penalty oh, in coach, singles, I know, where are you to tell us all these details of the division three college tennis that everybody's waiting to hear? Yeah. Uh, where you, if you get a, penal, a penalty in singles and your match is over, it transfers over to doubles. Yes. Well, and not only that, if if you're done, it transfers to the next line. So imagine if they said, you know, Okay, Fonini's out. We're going to put it on this other Italian player that's still playing. I mean, I guess you couldn't do that, but you'd have to come up with some system yes. to penalize you for the next turn. You start the next tournament down 3 0 or whatever yeah. it is. I wish we had. I wish we had penalties like that at league level. Oh, that would be great. I mean, I have had so many people scream obscenities at me <laughs> in the middle. Men Not especially. even during tennis. No, just on the street. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily, I haven't been that unfortunate very often. To have something like that in tennis. But I had a racket thrown at me on court. Well, that was this me. Summer. I'm sorry. No, that wasn't you. You oh. threw it into the trees. <laughs> this was a woman on the court next to me. She missed a point and she threw her racket and it missed me by a foot. Oh, and see nothing. Had she hit you, nothing would have happened. Well, we could have definitely. Well, her out, later, but, maybe. But nothing happened. She yet. wouldn't have been fined $24,000, unfortunately. She wasn't, yeah, she was in her 60s. I felt <laughs> sorry for her. And Are you sure she didn't just drop it because she was old? No, I saw could, the whole thing. Oh, okay. I saw it. I saw her th- literally wind up with the racket, <laughs> throw it, and it came my direction. Jeez. It was crazy. It was, but Did it was you fun. tell them they're not playing for prize money? Uh, no, I don't like to crash, crash <laughs> their dreams like yes. that. Yes. See, Fonini, at least, you know, he's least, trying you know, to do something, or it's his job. True. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I didn't see it, but I don't really want to see it. I don't like to watch things like that. Yeah. Unless they're comical or, you know. Yeah. But I'm not going to watch somebody just berate somebody else because... uh. No. 
But so we shall see if anything else happens this tournament. That was the most definitely one of the more exciting things. Yeah. And entertaining. And I feel like tennis, even though I complain about tennis being real kind of uh, not boring, but just uh, predictable and, and gentlemanly, I, I, that's going over the edge, obviously. Yeah. I would rather see more opponents interacting with each other than, you know, players and umpires. I, yeah. I think the, the days of players just yelling at umpires and cussing them out is so, I mean, that's so old school. Yeah. And I don't you even know, think we need to see that anymore. You know, completely on the other side of the spectrum, we have someone like Roger Federer. Oh, yeah. Who, after last night's match, after he won, so graciously asked everyone to stick around to watch Madison Keys. Yeah, and I mean, it's great. I mean, my and God. Even though it was whatever time it was, it was so late. Yeah. That was and, like the latest night session. I mean, how does an old man like that play so late? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, yeah, it was past his bedtime it for was, sure. But, you know, gotta I think love he Roger. wants to stay out there so he doesn't have to go home with those four kids. <laughs> He's like, keep me on the court as long as possible. He's probably got two nannies for each of them. <laughs> I'm sure they're sleeping somewhere, like not even anywhere near where he is. Probably. For the whole two weeks at least. Yeah. But, you know, Fognini, sorry, you're out, but, you know. Well, and he's similar to Kyrgios in that he just cannot string it together for multiple tournaments or multiple matches. Yeah. And he had a obviously good you can see it's a mental issue. Yeah. He's had he's had some good tournaments this summer. He had some good runs yeah. in the tournaments. And then to have him do this was just shocking to me. But well, not really shocking. Just exciting <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, you do need those kind of characters in tennis but it's they've got to be able to keep it under control at least at least stick around long enough where we can see you melt down and against a, a better player yeah. I, i've decided that i'm just going to start you know throwing verbal assault at my yeah. opponents from now on we'll do it in italian then you can probably get away with it i do it in spanish already and that, that's i did get called out once by <laughs> a usta official for yelling in spanish well, because I think they had, the rule is very vague, and I think it says, like, no foreign languages because yeah. they don't know what you're saying, so yep. they just kind of assume that it's bad. Well, my opponent was um, from South Texas, and she spoke fluent Spanish, <laughs> so we were talking to each oh, other. Oh, I see. And so, and the USTA official was a friend of mine, and she was from South Texas, too. So it was just this weird situation. Right. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. It's just league tennis. That's that's true. It's not the U.S. Open, which no. Back to the US has Open. been riveting the uh, country. I did see that uh, Kyrgios lost in doubles. Yes, six he one, did. Six one. He did. And for some reason, he couldn't make it through a singles match without shoulder issues, and then he turns around and plays doubles the next day. So yeah. It's a mystery for him, and then his interview was terrible after. Oh, it's awful, and he said he's not committed to tennis, and yeah, I don't know. I, I like Kyrgios. As much of a bad boy as he is, I really like his style of play. I think he has a lot of potential. I think he could beat almost anyone out there. Oh, totally. And just to see him just kind of let it all down the way he is, it just it bugs me. But, well, and how do you not look at this draw as a player and not be motivated yeah, I mean to go because the draw is so, was so it's weak. It's wide open. I mean, he had he was in the, the rougher section, so he would have Federer pretty early. But but he likes that. He likes right. having. I mean, that that's better for him if he plays them early when yeah. he's you know feeling good and not mm-hmm. not, uh, not still up. in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about True. him. Let's talk about the future number one in the world Me? tennis player that was born. <laughs> that was born. <laughs> when? Future not present. Oh, okay. That oh, was yes. born this week. Oh my God! Yes, Serena. That's your department. I'm letting you. It's my department. No, I'm just really excited. You know, it was really fun. Venus was playing. Right. Literally. I mean, how crazy was that? Yeah. While she was in labor, apparently. I can't imagine how Venus stayed so focused, you know, knowing well, that her sister was in labor. And right. She and how, I mean, don't you think if you're Venus, you have to just like completely just be out of contact that day? Yes. Because I mean, I, 
You can't do both. In other yeah. words, if you're going to worry about what Serena's doing, you've got to just probably not be in the tournament. I have people walking onto like behind my court and I can't focus. <laughs> right. So God knows, you know, they must have just had her on like radio silence. Right. But um, super congratulations to Serena. Um, so now now the predictions are going to come, not for the name, but <laughs> for how quickly it's going to be before Serena comes back to play. Right. Oh, I think the Australian for sure. I think she will, she'll at least want to play. Right. And I guarantee you within a couple of weeks, she's going to be back out on the court. I was practicing. going to say they could let her in the draw right now yeah. where the straw is going and yeah. she could still uh, She could compete. still win it. <laughs> right. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, there's a funny thing that a saying in tennis that pro tennis players never put their kids in tennis because yeah. it's just a grueling lifestyle. Well, Agassi and, and Graf right. are great examples of people that didn't want their kids going and into so it. And so they're like how, you know, so it would be interesting with Serena if yeah. that kid ever ends up playing. Maybe he'll be a big computer like website. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> or she, sorry. Yeah. Or I mean, I mean, Coco Vandeway, you know, the, her parents played other sports. So I mm-hmm. think getting, they often will go be successful in other sports, but yeah. it's just hard to be because you know, Serena and Venus are going to be there the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's just, that's a lot to live up to. It is a lot, but you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll take after, she'll take after her father. So I'm going to give you the, another question, the over under on how many more majors will Serena win? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say one. I'm going to say three. Okay. Because three is my lucky number. (laughs) I just, well, here's the part that nobody seems to be talking about is who says this is going to be her only child. Exactly. She could get pregnant again in June and then she's, her career's basically done. I mean, I shouldn't yeah. say it's done, but, but yeah, that's a lot of time out. Right. You know, but, um, and, and, you know, people want to have their, not necessarily have their children spaced out a certain amount yeah. of time, but you know, if I were her, I wouldn't want to have another kid 10 years from no. now. And maybe she comes back and plays. She says, I'm going to play one more full year yeah, or one more Wimbledon or one more U S open or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. cause like you said, after a second child, I mean, that's adding on another 15, 16 months from mm-hmm. now. I can't imagine it's a lot for a woman to go through as well. Right. I mean, I just can't imagine she's going to go back on the tour with two kids. Yeah. You know, I know there's been players one majors after one. I don't think there's been any that's one after two. Yeah. That I'm aware no. of. And there was one mother on Maria is a mother and she, but she got knocked out, I think in the second round. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was well, actually, Azarenka didn't oh, end up playing. Yeah. Poor well, Azarenka. I mean, yeah. She's going through a lot right now. Um, but you know, my boyfriend and I were talking about Serena coming back and, and he's like, and her organs have moved around. And, and I was like, oh my God. I've never been pregnant or had a baby. So, <laughs> Me neither. Uh, I have like 29 geese in my front yard. There you now. go. Anyway. But yeah, so no, I, I'm excited to see Serena come back. And yeah. I, I think she's still well, got a lot in her. But like you said, I think that she might want to take this motherhood thing out for her. Well, and I think her mar- the margin, she's so far ahead of everyone. I mean, it's yeah. kind of laughable. There's number ones that, I mean, we might have five different number one women by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just for her to, I mean, that the, the window is still open for her to come back and dominate. Mm-hmm. But I just think if with a second kid, it would be, I think it's going to be a slow down. Unheard of. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a slow down to a degree, but you know what? I was thinking about it. She really didn't play any other tournaments except for the majors, right. maybe like Miami or Indian Wells. Yeah. And she'll be real motivated when she comes back to win one mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think she may be, you know, I think, I think I she wants to stay home and she wants to make history, do other things. Right. Maybe give herself a little padding. Right. But you know, to get that many, especially looking at, you know, I, I have to say the, the women below her, I say that, but <laughs> it, I think there's a lot of great American women coming up. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I, I think that they, are a lot of them are already in their mid twenties and their ability to get that many, who knows? I don't know. Well, and I think that's one of the things I love about the open is every year we see 
American players doing well. We yeah. talked about the men earlier. We yeah. and we didn't mention the women. Yeah. But how how do they how do they the problem is how do they sustain it from one year to the next? I mean, if yeah. you looked at last year's open, there's some players that do well, and mm-hmm. then the next year they, I mean, look they at come Kerber. out earlier. Oh yeah, I mean, but Kerber I mean even America. Like, I mean just, oh, Americans, just Americans. But uh, but yes, for, for all the women, it's up and down each year. But yeah, but the Americans, it's like we get excited about Bellas, you know, two years yeah. ago, and then she loses first round here to someone yep. she's never lost to. Yep. But we've got some really good ones in, still in. We've got Sloan who won today, right? And she just came back Speaking after surgery. Speaking of someone who disappeared for yeah. a while. Well, she had foot surgery right. and was out and commentating and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, Coco, Coco is, you know, I think Coco's got a lot of potential. I, I think her emotional <laughs> <laughs> issue, anger and whatnot can really, is going to be her. I her think of killer. every female player besides Serena, she elicits the most emotions for me, like yeah. positive and negative. I'm yeah. always like, she does this and I'm like, oh, why is she doing that? That's awful. Uh, yeah. And then she does something. I'm like, oh, that's really nice to see somebody doing that. Yeah. And I've watched her interviews and I'll like her one minute I'll and like, I won't and like her the next, next minute. Exactly. It's a roller coaster. Which is what you want in a in people. Yeah. Uh, in players, especially. Yeah. Except when I look at Sharapova. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> no, uh, you don't like much about Sharapova usually. I know. <laughs> except her game. Yeah. And I'm. let's see, there's Madison. I yeah. love Matt. She was my pick. Maybe there you go. go. All the way. And she looked good last night. She, she did struggled that, early. That first set was rough for her, but then she really came back and brought it up. So I'm happy about that. Um, Venus, my God, she's playing right now. I think she's she's up in the first set. Yeah, and I mean, she's been, this has been crazy how good she's been this year. I, I think Federer is motivating, and I'm every, not to say that he is. He's motivating the men. I'm sure Venus motivates a lot of the women too. Yes. There, I mean, well, you saw, we talked about this. Uh, I don't think it was on on air. We talked about, Patty Schneider, who was a top 10 player. Uh, that wasn't here. Yeah, we, she was a top 10 player in the 90s. Uh-huh. And she just came out of retirement like last summer. And she's now in the top 150 and she's 38. It's oh, amazing. Because people are looking and they're like, 38? Well, Venus is still doing it. You know, why can't I do it? Yeah. So, I mean, that definitely has got to be motivating some of these players. And even the younger players just, yeah. it was, I'm sure Sharapova didn't like to hear this, but <laughs> it kind of made me chuckle. But the woman she played <laughs> the in girl the third Kenan? round, that said that was her idol. Kenan. That Sherpa was her idol, and I was like, "Oh, that's I'm sure you love to hear that as a player. Like, oh, great, I'm playing someone who loved me when they were a kid. And like, yeah, great, that's wonderful. I feel so young, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of made me laugh. It 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 would drive me crazy. And yeah. then when the match was over, it looked like they hated each other. I'm yeah. like, that was so strange. Yeah, they didn't even shake hands or anything. Nope. But I've been more interested in the women's tournament this year because it's just very competitive matches. Yeah, I mean, it's been really fun, and I haven't. I mean, honestly, you know, Muguruza. Has they they've been the most boring matches I've seen yeah. because she's just bowling over. She people. has been, and you know she's playing Kvitova tonight. That or yeah, so hope, hopefully, but you hope guys you are listening on that's Tuesday. Um, but you know she's to me they've been the most boring. It's fun to watch her. I really like her outfit. You know, well, and Kvitova <laughs> has been at eleven a.m. every day. Yes. Like I have not seen a minute of any of her matches. I know I haven't been able to, which and, is strange to me. And I love Kvitova, and I'm really excited for her after seeing what she went through with her hand yeah. and the injury. And to see her doing so well, and I would, I, I'm really looking forward to that match tonight. And if she and has somehow won that there, already, yeah, she's got to be one of the know. favorites. Yeah. So you guys will already know who's won by then, by the time you listen to this. Right. But um. Well, and the woman that is getting no press at all, and it kind of <laughs> makes me sad. The mm-hmm. American is Jennifer Brady. Oh God, I love Jennifer. And Brady. And I think she's great. She is just a breath of fresh air, and like, she's like the Tom girls. <laughs> poster girl right well and i and i feel bad because i know that's the reason she's not getting as much press because she's not the most glamorous or you know the most yeah. attractive girl but i'm like she's I, adorable it's a tennis it's a tennis you know player and yeah. she's got an amazing game she's playing yes. the number one in the world tomorrow 
you know, and she's made some rough decisions, you know, yeah. tough decisions in her life. She went to, what was it, UCLA for yeah. a couple of years and decided this isn't for me. I'm ready to go pro. And I'm so glad she did because she's fun to watch. She's yeah. really got some, she's got some foot power. She's got, you know. And she never seems to care who she's playing. Yeah. Like she just. She just um, does it. She goes and she's. So, I, you know, hopefully by the time you're hearing this that she's beaten Pliskova and she's gotcha. in the quarterfinals. And I think she can. Well, and yeah, she can beat Pliskova. And you'll start to see, if I don't care, you know what you look like if you start winning you're going to have the game and what's your personality i mean your get your results are the most important factor exactly. in your fans because you've got to be in the tournament to have fans yeah i love jennifer brady and I, she's like you know of all the the ten, tennis players i'd really love to interview she's one that i'd love to hear more of her story right. and i want to know you know what her goals are and you know she's exciting and i still think that you know tennis doesn't do a great job the tennis commentators they don't do a great job with you know, that backstory, they'll talk about it for a minute or two and then they're off to something else. Yeah. And I just think that's kind of how you get invested in players when you find out. Mm-hmm. Like for me, Misha and, and, and Sasha. Alexander. Zverev. <laughs> yeah. They both trained a little bit in the Dallas area. So yes, I, I feel like I have a little, a few ties to them and it makes yep. me root for them. But I mean, you never hear yeah. much about their background on TV. You just know they're amazing and you hear about their strokes or yeah. things like that. There's a, there's an ongoing joke over at the club where I play um, with life, you know, life right. as a pro there. Because uh, some of our players had to play Misha. In <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, mixed. he was in my league. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's it's they, every time they're like, "Oh, you got mixed. Are you going to play Misha again?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well, of course, I have to hear about why am I not uh, following in his footsteps and doing as well as he's doing, uh, moving from mixed to that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's but it is exciting to have somebody that literally was playing club league tennis here in you know, in Dallas and is now. On TV, and he's the feature match tonight. Yep, I love in it. In the U.S. Open, so of course, the better he does, the better it makes us feel. Yeah, and talk about personality. Yeah, he has got a great personality. He's fun to watch and listen to, and I love his his old school style of play. It's, yeah, I, well, the, the reason it's good is because it's he's never playing somebody that plays like that. So yeah. he'll play somebody who's playing more the new school versus old school. Whereas that's more exciting to me than watching two guys grinding it out from the baseline or yep. two certain volleyers like Isner and he watching him play Isner was not the most exciting, no. but watching him play a baseline grinder, uh, like query, I would consider a baseline grinder. That'll yeah. be a more interesting style matchup. Yeah. So well, that, that was great. I love that. But yeah, so, you know, back to the American women yeah. have some potential. Well, and I think that and we will have Amer- American the final weekend for sure. Yeah. Hopefully in the finals, mm-hmm. if not two. So here we are again. Close to the end of the U.S. Open. Yes. And so do you still hold strong with your predictions? Well, I have to because I, there's no, I'm going to be bragging about this for my whole life. If Anderson <laughs> wins a tournament and he was, I looked up his odds. He was 125 to one. Wow. Of course I didn't bet cause I'm an idiot, but uh, he was 125 to one to win the tournament. And uh, so I'll be, I'll be announcing that for forever <laughs> if he ends up winning. So I'm going to stay with that, even though nice. I don't see any chance of him beating Federer if they end up playing. I think, he, I think he can make it to the final. I think he, yeah. his round and his draw, his side, he's definitely he has the chance the to make power. the final and in the final, anything can happen. Yeah. And he's, I'm watching the results right now and he's up in the first set. Yeah. Of course he is. Yeah. Never, never lost faith. Yeah. I, I'm going to stick with mine. I'm still going with Fed and I'd love to see Madison go all the way. Well, I'll ask this because I think Federer is still the favorite in everybody's mind. Who do you think will give him the biggest challenge the rest of the way? I think it's going to be, if if, if it's him and Rafa, I think it'll be Rafa. But Yeah, and I think the only thing that, and let's say Anderson makes the final, which right. again, I'm I'm not that confident that he will, but if Nadal were to really push Federer in the semis in a really long five-set match, I think that does favor him having a letdown in the final against whoever it is, whether it's Query or, yep. or Anderson or whoever. Mm-hmm. 
because I really think that match is going to determine a lot. Yeah. And the only reason I said Rafa is because, you know, Rogers already played two five setters. Not that they were very long, but he is getting up there. Yeah, I mean, years. what is what is the deal with Federer's matches? They it's like they're five sets and they're two and a half hours. I'm like, how are hours. you doing? I'm like, how are you doing this? I was like, I play two sets in two and a half <laughs> hours. I mean, how? <laughs> I don't understand. I guess it's just he takes no time between points. His ser- his service games do last like under a minute. They do, so and it's it's incredible, incredible. And I, I guess the less time on court, the better. That's I think that's it's a kind of a mental thing that he's yeah. thinking. The quicker I get off the court, the more time I have for recovery. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and Roger, I, I'd love to talk to him about, my God, he's what, 35, 36? Yeah, I just turned 36 how, this last month. How does he recover? How does he, because I get home after playing a tennis match and... Meldonium, that's what I've heard. <laughs> no, I don't know how he does that. Truthfully, I mean, there's a, there's the whole world would like to know how he's yeah. doing that. Yep. But I mean, I think part of these short points and short matches is how he's recovering. He's it not, is. he doesn't need to recover as much. Yeah. He hits in Central Park and people are like grinding oh, out to... Uh, you know, practices. And that was, apparently, that was one of my favorite stories of the me tournament. Too. And apparently the courts there in Central Park were faster than the courts <laughs> at the open, which is hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, every court, I think every hard court is except for the open apparently. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they said people were stopping. I mean, they, we have some courts like that around here mm-hmm. and there's lines of people waiting. Not oh a, yeah. Not as many as we wish there were, but, yeah. but they just all quit to watch Federer. And it's like, imagine you're just hitting and all of a sudden Federer walks up. I can't, I mean, Benjamin Becker comes to our club and yeah. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> and I'm picturing people in our, in our places would be like, sorry, I have this court. You can't, you can't play. Yep. I could just picture the people we have to deal with and not going to, they're not going to let Federer take their court no matter what. <laughs> I, I know some people that probably <laughs> would do that. But so yes, you're sticking and you're sticking with keys, I suppose. You know, I'd, I, you know, I, I don't have high hopes, but I would like to see her go through. And, um, you know, Venus, Madison. Yeah. Keys has some tough, uh, some tough matches some coming tough up. She's tough matches coming up. So we'll see what happens. And she had a tough match last night. Vesnina is, is no easy match. Well, and it's our two players. Because I have, you know, I picked Svitolina. So we have yep. Svitolina and Keys. So yep. obviously that's the final. Whoever wins that is going to win the tournament, go. of course. All right. Because I think Pliskova is going to get knocked out. <laughs> um, I'd like to see Venus, Venus, you know, go on, but... I mean, if she made the finals of the Open, that would be huge. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. And I, w- I would think she would be have to strongly consider retiring just because she's got a niece to take care of now. And I she's, know. Uh, would she's be winning the be, tournament. She's got to be anti. Yeah. Well, Serena goes back to play for five more years. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be amazing. So. All right. All right. So that kind of brings us to the end of uh, this wonderful episode. It did. You need to... Uh, Share this podcast with all your friends. Yeah. I told Coach we're supposed to say it at the beginning because people may not listen to this whole thing. We hope they do, but... We kind of mentioned it in the beginning. Yeah. We so, talked about our list. I'd love to hear back from listeners. I know we're not a live show, but... Right. You know, I, I'd like to know what you guys think and let your friends know. Yeah. Tell your friends if you're on the court, tell them about this great podcast. We'd, you know, we like getting more listeners in here the more we get. Yes. Text it to them. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm about Coach as knowledgeable as Coach. Yeah. Who knows what he's doing with his time? I think I'm going to have to do that if we <laughs> want to get it done. I think he's got us on every, he's got us on Snapgram something. I know Snapchat. <laughs> I, I know oh, he's yeah. got us on Facebook. Yes. So look up the tennis revolution. That's right. But, and um, share it with your friends. Yep, text working, to your friends. I'm working on the Instagram. So hopefully within the next week, I'll get us up on Instagram. All right. But um, you guys, tennis freaks out there, keep it real. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>